Hey y'all, it's Amber and Amelia with Homegrown Faith. We are here to share how we navigate real life with Jesus through the good, the bad, and the yuck. One thing for certain is that in every situation, His grace prevails. Everyone has a seat at our table, so pull up a chair and see how the Holy Spirit speaks to you this week. Whether you're new to your faith or a seasoned backyard Baptist, we've got you covered. We are so glad you're here for this week's episode and we hope it impacts your walk with Jesus in a positive way. Let's get to it. Hey, hey, Homegrown fam. Welcome back to the table. It is a beautiful afternoon here. Cool, crisp, just all the fall things, and I am absolutely loving it. Me too. A particular holiday of this world is coming up, and whether you celebrate it or not, we thought it would be a good idea to keep the focus on Jesus Mm -hmm. and not what the world has to offer us. So I've been thinking about this a lot um, over the last year and just asking God to sort of lead me in ways where I can still make this holiday celebration fun for my children, Mm -hmm. but with a more extreme focus on Jesus. So I created this cute little play on words um, that we would start fall o <laughs> Jesus into this holiday season. Right. So do you get it? Like oh, yeah. it's following, but it's spelled like Halloween. It's cute. I like it. I think it's super cute. <laughs> and I just gave it away. Like we are going to talk a little bit about this Halloween holiday that's coming up. But Anyway, I'm a sucker for a good play on words. I know that was super dad jokey of me, but I just think it's <laughs> we kind all got of it. <laughs> I think it's kind of cool to take something that seems so normal. Like we we've all grown up celebrating Halloween, right? Mm-hmm. Like yep. why not make it more about Jesus than what the world makes it about? Um, and I do want to say like Amelia and I, we are not judging. Like I promise you that I this is not going to be a Halloween bash session. Right. Um, But I've just realized over my faith journey that there are ways to celebrate fun activities without conforming to the patterns of this world. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that is really what our topic is going to be about today. It's, you know, not conforming to the patterns of this world. And we're going to be discussing ways that this world tries to get us to conform away from God rather than towards him. Yeah. And, you know, like you said, I mean, it's Halloween's coming up, but... You know, there's so many things in this world and there's so many other holidays oh, yeah. that, you know, this could just play right into. But we're going to talk about Halloween since that's what's on the horizon. Right. And I mean, so what better way, y'all? I Every time I write a script or something like that, I'm just always shocked that I can get a Romans verse in there. So <laughs> I'm uh, pretty impressed. <laughs> we're going to start with Romans 12, too. Um you know, we love our Romans references Mm -hmm. and it states, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and improve and approve what God's will is his good, perfect, pleasing will. And I know we've, we have probably done another episode where we have referenced that verse, but it's, it's got so many great truths buried in it Mm -hmm. and we're going to dive a little deeper, you know, and Christians have to face the fact that the devil has created an atmosphere in this world that is ungodly Mm -hmm. and it leads people away from God and into sin. And that atmosphere is very real y'all. Like 
if you just in present if you just take a second to just think about it like it's it is so real like all you have to do to see that ungodly atmosphere is turn on a mainstream music award show Mm -hmm. or a halftime show during a Super Bowl game like it's it's been going on for years y'all and the devil's intent in creating an ungodly atmosphere is to have people conform to it just as if they were conforming to a mold Like that is why God tells us that we must not be conformed to the pattern, i.e. the mold of the world. Like we have to become sensitive to the spiritual atmosphere around us and we have to be able to recognize how we are being influenced and whether that influence is godly or ungodly. Perfect example of this is secular music. Like I'm not saying all secular music is bad, but there are musicians in this world that are being used by Satan, yep, y'all. We've seen it. Little fun fact: Ezekiel twenty-eight thirteen in the Bible actually alludes to Satan being an angel of worship, or rather, involved with music in heaven before his ultimate demise. Um, now, it you know it's truly hard to say that for sure, but keeping that in mind, think about some of the music that's out there and how demonic and ungodly it is. Mm-hmm. You think Satan wouldn't use? the gifts God originally gave him when he was an angel to try to get people to conform in this world through secular music. Mm. Like he for sure is going to use that to advantage. And I get so fired up over that. Yeah. I mean, I agree. Like the music and shows all around us are really tempting. And I think it's really important that we also help guide our kids you know, what, what's acceptable and what's not because they're watching and listening just as much as we are. And sometimes our kids aren't right there in front of us to protect them. So we need to prepare. And just as God uses our gifts, Satan is going to use them for those who don't know the Lord. And it's really, really real. But as Christians, it is our job to protect ourselves and our loved ones to know right from wrong. So to speak to that Romans 12 two verse, it warns us that the world system, as it says, the popular culture and manner of thinking like that is in rebellion against God. It is going to try to conform us to its ungodly pattern. Yep. And that process must be resisted by us and those around us. And when it talks to you about being transformed by renewing your mind, it's talking about the battleground between conforming to the world and being transformed Uh, within your mind as a believer. So as Christians, we've got to think differently. How many times have we said we are different? Yeah. Right. Like we have to think differently and we must not fall into that trap of what's going on around us. And I'm just telling you, I know I don't want to be conformed to this world, especially nowadays. I feel like there's just so much evil and so many bad things. I feel like happening. it's in your face, oh right? Oh my gosh. Like, like so much more than when we oh, were growing yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know if it's like, I just had the conversation today. Like, you know, I don't know if it's cause I'm a parent now yeah. and I'm just, you know, my eyes are more open, but my goodness, like it's I just, know. it's all around us and we really have to be um, aware. And I think that's our goal here today. But you know, I know I want to be transformed, but how do I do it? This is going to be by renewing of your mind. That's what it talks about. So the problem I think that we have is that we live a life based on feelings or we're only concerned about what we're doing, Mm -hmm. right? And a life based on feelings says, you know, how do I feel today? How do I feel about my job? 
Maybe it's how do I feel about my spouse? How do I feel about worship? How do I feel about this preacher that I'm listening to today? The life we live in is is how we feel. And this life by feeling will never will never know the transforming power of God if you're not in it. So don't ignore your mind being renewed. The life based on doing is when we say, don't give me your theology, right? So just tell me what to do. Give me the four points for this and seven keys for that. Let me do this and that. I mean, that's just not how it works. Life is doing, right? That's what we have to do. You'll never know the transforming power of God if not, because it ignores the renewing of the mind. So I'm not saying that God's against principles of feeling and doing, right? Like, not saying that. Right. But he is a God of powerful and passionate feelings, and he commands us to be doers. So yet feelings and doing are completely insufficient foundations for us. The first question can't be, how do I feel or what do I do? If you're being transformed, it's got to be what's true here and what does God's word say? So this is how we know we can transform and renew our minds in a godly way and not to this world. Oh, I love that so much. Like, what does God's word say? Like, right. if you want truth, that's that's where you start. You know, the spiritual atmosphere we live in, it influences almost everything we think or do. Just like pretty much Amelia just said, like, mm-hmm. how do we speak to each other? Are we brash and sarcastic like the people in the television comedies, you know, speak to each other? Right. Or do our words convey love? encouragement and compassion right do we dress to impress or do we dress with a view to letting Christ in us shine through our lives do we go into debt to have a car that will wow our neighbors and make us feel powerful or are we concerned about wowing Jesus what is important to us is it things that have a firm root in scripture such as helping and blessing others? Or is it isolating ourselves for hours at a time watching television or playing video games? In the end, contributing nothing meaningful to ourselves or our society, you know? Right. And, you know, just to kind of even back up, when we talk about getting those answers, right? Like, we just can't expect to say, hey, tell me what to do so I can do the right thing. Right. But I don't want to know the why or the reasoning behind it. Yeah. And, you know, your mouth speaks what your heart is full of and how you speak and treat others is most definitely an awareness of where we can find ourselves rooted. Think back to a topic a couple weeks ago on comparisons. Yep. What are you searching for and who should you be trying to please and impress? It's surely not that neighbor with the new car, right? <laughs> right. And you guys check your heart posture and know that each day that you're working to please him and nothing on this earth. We're here navigating our way through between the two gardens. Right. Right. So we've got to make sure that, you know, we are staying rooted. We have our heart in the right place and that we're acting in the way that God wants us to act. Yeah. I mean, there's always a danger of giving in to the temptations of the world to just feel like being normal in our modern society. Mm -hmm. Like we fully recognize that, you know, and. Today, it it is easier to try to fit in, blend in, give in, however you want to look at it, to, you know, the popular trends in the world rather than to live by biblical principles. Like, we are faced with choices every day. Like, we can either decide to give in to the patterns of self-indulgence or we can choose to prosper by obeying God's word. Like, look, y'all, it's easy. It was easy for me to bring up Halloween 
at the beginning of this podcast because it's coming up in a few weeks and right. it's a very evident worldly holiday that on the surface doesn't look like a huge issue, right? Like right. as a child, I would have been so upset if my mom didn't let me participate because to a child, it's all about getting dressed up as your favorite superhero right. and right. collecting a bunch of candy. But here's the thing, guys. The devil always tries to ruin a good thing, an innocent thing. Mm -hmm. Costumes become demonic and the underlying decorations become demonic. I never really understood why my mom didn't decorate for Halloween growing up and still to this day she doesn't decorate with traditional like halloween decorations she decorates for fall but nothing like witches and potions and skeletons and i'm not trying to sound like a prude but honestly like what we put in our homes can be a portal for things that we want nothing to do with as christians witches that's a fancy word for a demon alien Fancy word for a demon. And I'm so passionate about this because the lines truly have become blurred. And, you know, God has very clearly revealed to me all the ways Satan tries to normalize things in this world to get us to conform to something God would have never had us conforming to. And it might start off so innocent, but you let those things in and then they grow. It's not just with this upcoming holiday. It's with everything. It's, it can be with music. It can be with television shows. How about social media, y'all? Yep. You think that's not conforming to the patterns of this world, but in a sense, it is. I'm not saying ban it all, right? Like right. This is right. not like a, a hard stop ban it all, but you really have to evaluate your own personal um you know, your own personal feelings with it, like talk to God about it. Like if you're being, you know, led or swayed a certain way and like something that used to feel normal all of a sudden doesn't feel normal, like listen to the soul nudge, right? That's right. That's right. And I, again, I think Halloween is an easy target. For but sure. I want to be really c clear, like participating in Halloween does not make you a bad person or ungodly at that. You know, being silly and dressing up is fun. Getting the candy. Just be mindful, right? Yep. Be tasteful, so to speak. You know, so you're not conforming to the ungodly habits. I mean, think about what you're representing, right? So there are really scary demonic costumes and decor that I wouldn't want my kids dressing up as, right? Or right. putting in my house. But I just think that you just need to choose wisely. Staying in the word and not conforming to the this world is the important thing. Uh, recently my pastor spoke to this briefly too, which I thought it was kind of funny because, you know, we were, we had kind of been talking about this topic and, you know, um, next thing I know, my pastor's like <laughs> speaking to it. Yeah. And the thing to recognize is, you know, spirits are real, good spirits and bad. Absolutely. And I do believe that Halloween most definitely resents, represents more of an evil spirit and it allows more for opportunity for us to be victim to it. But I also believe that we can enjoy this holiday wisely and not participate in the demonic actions and beliefs, right? So, again, stay rooted. Stay in the Word. Yep. Enjoy the time with your family. Um, but just don't allow the enemy to get you off track, right? And same thing I want to kind of emphasize on. Yeah. We're talking about Halloween here. But, you know, Christmas isn't about Santa. And 100%. Easter isn't about the Easter Bunny. So again, these are things that we're constantly faced with. And the point is, is we're faced with the temptations and the distractions in all of the areas of our life and in all holidays, not just here. 
but don't allow any holiday or event conform your mind, body, and soul. Stay in the word so you can discern these temptations. I'm so glad you brought up other holidays because it is, it, it, I don't want the focus to be like this season, mm-hmm. obviously, which is Halloween. We're in the month of October and stuff like that. But it like just recognize right. the patterns of this world and how Satan will absolutely try to get you to focus on anything other than what is really about you know like anything else besides Jesus besides God you know and Mm -hmm. obviously like there are a lot of things in our daily lives that have a worldly component and it's our job to be able to discern those things and protect ourselves from conforming to the patterns that the world tell us are normal like I'm not telling you to throw away your smartphone and delete all your social media (laughs) apps like it's more about how you use right. patterns of this world for God's glory. Like you can have social media and use it to spread the gospel. That's not conforming to this world because most people aren't utilizing it that way. Right. You can discover some incredible Christian music artists to listen to rather than Doja Cat who literally like I can't even don't even get me started y'all. Um, if you don't know who that is, that's a good thing. I don't. I've actually never heard of it. So <laughs> <That's> great. <laughs> you can take your kids to a safe trunk or treat or fall festival at a local church rather than trick or treating in the neighborhood and getting in a situation where they're going to come across somebody, you know, dressed as, as someone super scary or demonic. Like the last part of Romans 12 two talks about renewing our minds and what that means is making a fundamental shift towards seeing the world yourself others God and especially what's possible from a kingdom perspective y'all like this world is temporary and sometimes we forget about that day to day you know it's making a daily moment by moment choice to choose the mind of Christ which lives inside of us as new creations rather than operating from our worldly mind the way we did before we were saved second peter 1 3 through 4 says his divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness Through these, he has given us his precious and magnificent promises so that through them, you may become partakers of the divine nature. Now that you have escaped the corruption in the world caused by evil, evil desires. Did you get all that? Mm -hmm. That's good. It's It's through God's precious promises that we participate in the divine nature. Open your eyes to it all, friends. Like you can exist as a Christian in this world with a renewed renewed mind, refusing to conform to the patterns laid out in front of us here on earth. Absolutely. And, you know, in, in closing today, I don't want you guys listening and thinking we're anti-Halloween over here <laughs> right. or you're in the wrong. I came in a little hot. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> or that you're wrong for chunk or treating, right? Or having social apps, you know, yeah. like. I do those things. Me too. Yeah. And we want you just to be really aware of this is an open door for temptation, especially with the enemy, because so much of this holiday is wrapped around the the evil and the dark side. Right. Yeah. So be wise, but not only for Halloween, each day as you navigate through the day and on your journey, because we will always be tempted. Live for Jesus and do not conform to these earthly things. Second Corinthians three eighteen 
but we all with unveiled face beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory just as the spirit of the Lord for Paul this transformation and renewing of our minds takes place as we behold the face of God spending time in his glory guys stay in his word every day that is our strongest weapon right especially going into you know like going into seasons where you definitely know there is a massive worldly component to it you know and um like staying rooted in his word Mm -hmm. like that is what is going to keep your heart pure and really allow you to discern like you know, maybe, maybe we should switch it up this year. Maybe we should go to a fall festival or like our local church is doing a trunk or treat, you know, or, I mean, even, um, there are even like local places. Like if you live in a small town, like a lot of towns do trunk or treats and it's not, you know, right. It's, it's not called trick-or-treating well, or whatever you want to call too, it. I think to realize is, you know, as you stay in the word, you'll see God transforms your desires yeah. and your thinking. And this is going to be one of those examples is like, yeah. you'll notice like you start thinking and desiring yep. different things. And, you know, if, if you have little ones, the same thing. And, you know, what kind of things do you want to open to your doors? Right. And 100%. we can fight them as, as hard as we can, but think about those around us. Right. So yeah. we want to set the example be able to fight that temptation. If you stay in the word, you're less, less likely to fall into these, these pits and right. let's say Halloween, right? It's all in front of us. Like you're less likely to fall into a demonic situation. Yeah. Simply because you're in the word. Yeah. I love it guys. So this episode, it kind of is our segue. We are going to be starting a new series um, next week and we're super excited about it. Yes, it's it's going to be like five or six different episodes and um, it's it's kind of our our giving thanks series. So um, we can't wait to share it with you guys and we hope you have a great rest of the week. Take care. See you next week. Bye y'all.